can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 80 of The Menovation. We are coming in. Actually, I turned the fat. Well, yeah, I turned the, the heat off, so. You're better now? I turned it on one because my little tootsies are cold. <laughs> <laughs> are, you cold are you cold back there? Jordan's <laughs> freezing in the corner. It's still no heat for you. It's still winter in Utah because it's still snowing, and yeah. Utah can't ever decide what it's going to do. We're coming in great. <laughs> yeah, little, yeah. little squish still, but we're still good. <laughs> so last episode we ended off with our boy Antonio. We asked him, uh, you know, he's got a very, you know, we observe these things now, right? You can tell that you clearly have a very close relationship with your family, and one of the observations I have made is just naturally through our church, because you guys have been going about two, three years now at this point. That'll be three years, yeah. Yeah. There's just generally so much healing and transformation that happens. And I can, I obviously, or not, I will, I will observe you guys and not always, but occasionally like you guys are all hugging and bracing and crying. And like, there's clearly healing that's happening within mm -hmm. your family. So in your opinion, what, what was done differently as you were growing up that, uh, developed such a culture of respect and honor in your family. Because obviously you mentioned a couple of years ago, your dad started to change. Yeah. But obviously there were certain things that happened before or, that. Or yeah, whatever, definitely. But, you know. Yeah. The one thing that I always struggled with and that my dad always taught me growing up was learning how to submit. Man, you're like the same Le people. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Learning how to submit to authority, mm -hmm. learning how to submit to your parents, more importantly, learning how to submit to God. Wow. And I felt like that branched off to to tithes and just kind of, again, kind of just, just the rules, just following his, his commandments and um, just being the best person you can be. But overall, just learning to submit. Because um, I'm, I'm pretty hot-headed. When I get angry, I just get angry, man. Sure. And I had a lot, a lot of arguments with my mom, who's kind of the same way. Don't mess with my mom. She's feisty. She is, <laughs> yes. Do not get on her bad side. I love her. Do not get her on her bad side. Do not get on her bad side. Um, so it would be a lot of those arguments, and my dad would just be like, hey, you may be right. You may be wrong. I don't care. Mm. You submit. Why? She's your mother. You mm. submit to me. Why? I may be wrong. You may be right. You still submit to me. Why? Wow. I'm your dad. You mm. honor me. Do you think that was valuable? And I yes. mean, that seems like so counterculture nowadays to right. everything. It's for me. I feel like it's one of the most important lessons that I still carry to me today. But did you and think that it, back then, though? Did back you... then, I hated it because okay. I mean, I was a teenager who I thought was I, I was always right in everything I did. They didn't know any everything. Sometimes I was right, and that's <laughs> the part that kind of irritated me the most when I knew I was right, and in the end, I actually was. Yeah, and when you're like, dude, but it's but, four, not five. And they're, and, but they're like, nope. When we say it's five, it's five. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. So it would be like that. But mm. I feel like that is something that my dad and uh, my mom have really tried their best to to teach um, all their children, all my sisters too. Um, it's something that a lot of people struggle with, oh, and I'm glad. And, and, pride yeah, yeah, and even even me right now, like, there's some things that. Um, when people tell me something, I'm like, mm, you know, like, I don't need to listen to you. Uh, but having those lessons growing up, it helped me to really 
to really um, push away my feelings, my thoughts, and really just listen to what the other person is saying, and then learning to submit. Even right now, um, coming to this to awaken, when I went on the team, that's where I really saw a lot of that. Um, because, I mean, we get all the songs from San Diego. They tell you what you're, what you need to play and what you can do. You can't do anything else. They have a set, mm. like, like set list that you can mm-hmm. do, certain options you can do. And in my head, I'm like, why are we doing that? I was like, why are we playing the same three songs every single week? You know, it's because they they have a, a they have a reasoning why they do that. Sure. Um, just so we can get the message along, all these other things. I won't go too into detail with that, but. I was like, man, it's irritating me. I want to see if we can do something else. But then as I started realizing why we did those things, I was like, oh, okay. I need to learn how to submit and follow what they're saying because it's it's a chain. I'm submitting to them, or in this case back then it was to Kellen, who was the worship leader back then. Then I'm the, she's submitting to Paul. Paul's submitting to the pastor above him, mm. who's under Pastor Jurgen, who is under God. Sure. It's all a chain. And that's what I was taught. And I felt like that's a really good thing to teach um, everyone, really, because people are going to be above you. And if you can't submit to them, how are you going to submit to God? Sure. That's that's how I always think about these things. Um, but you didn't think that way back then, back though, right? Then, like, so how- back then, it was harder for me, right. but I felt like... It was beaten into me and sometimes physically beaten into me. Side note, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I was hit as a kid. Yes, I'm glad my parents did it. We were talking about here. So depends. There was one t- uh, sometime my mom, she would just look around, closest thing she could find. <laughs> one time we were outside and made her mad. My dad was working on uh, doing some framework. Yeah. So she had a little two by four. <laughs> yep. That happens. You know, might have had a nail or two in there. I love it. You know? <laughs> I love it. It's development. It developed me, you know. But the thing was, my parents never just hit me for whatever reason. Like, hey, don't do that. Like, you're sure. going to smack me across the face. No. Sure, sure. It was like, hey, don't do that because of this. I'm like, okay. And then when I did it again, they'd be like, hey, we told you not to do it because you didn't choose to obey. This is the consequence. And one thing that impacted me really uh, a lot with this, and I started understanding why I'm getting hit. Cause again, like everyone, I didn't like getting hit. No one likes getting hit. Sure. I remember uh, I did something. I think I actually got caught uh, watching porn when I was like, that was when I first started. Um, and my dad told me, Hey, he explained to me everything. He didn't, I, I didn't get in trouble. Yeah. But then I did it again, and my dad's like, "Hey, I'm gonna spank you now. Like, you're, uh, you didn't listen to us." <laughs> and he started hitting me, and then I turned around, and my dad was crying. Mm. He was like, "I'm sorry," like full on crying, man. He's like, "I'm sorry. I don't want to hit you, but you need to learn." Mm. And then I was like, "This isn't just hurting me. It's like it's hurting him, you know." Mm. So I feel like that that really helped to develop me. Uh, so going back into that. Being able to submit. Let me put a pause yeah. on that real fast. Just for anybody who may be like, what? Like, what? <laughs> uh, for one, Hispanic culture is very different oh, yeah. than American culture. Yep. 
even having a three and a five-year-old i try to figure out kind of what you're talking about like they didn't just hit you to hit you right like they did their best to explain yeah. talk to you right because there's this whole move of like gentle parenting and all this other kind of crap that's going on yeah, no. um and uh so like i'm constantly trying to figure out okay what is because I'm all about having your toolbox, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sometimes it's discipline standing in the corner. Sometimes it's a spank. Sometimes it's all these things. And because um, like when I was younger, I got spanked. I remember several times my great grandma would slap me in the mouth. Like when I was lipping off to her, I definitely got popped a few times. Um, or like even when uh, when you were younger, even the whole, and I don't remember this part, but like I remember sticking your elbows on the table. I'd get smacked on the back of the hand with a spoon. Yeah, like, because like... <laughs> That was that was some old old school uh, parenting, but like yeah, I and just a brush. You what? There's a brush, I like yeah, yeah. like palm. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, cause did you get spanked too? Oh, yeah. all did the you get time. whooped too? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we know Jordan did. Like, <laughs> like mine, you wouldn't even call spank. Like in the, in the U.S., that would be straight oh, up abuse. abuse. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, caning is probably like the. The, the least of it for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. So did you ever spank or anything like that? So I I mean I so the most I did with with my girls was just slap them on the wrist just uh-huh. very lightly. Yeah, yeah. But like it got to a point where if I just said show me your wrist, they already knew that they were in trouble. Like yeah, so yeah. I didn't have to. Uh but yeah. yeah. Like I didn't get into like crazy that's the most I've done with my kids, yeah. but yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like understanding different temperaments, right? Because mm-hmm. my five-year-old's way more like, I don't need to, she's like that. You just look at her and she'll cry. Yeah. My three-year-old, you could, <laughs> not that we have, but I'm, I just feel like at times like I could beat this child till she's senseless so <laughs> she would not care. Yeah. So it's like that doesn't, it isn't effective yeah, like to right. communicate to her. So it's like trying to figure out that piece is, has always been interesting. So, and again, like I think that. Again, I don't think you take anything out of your toolbox because, like, for example, if, like, I'm noticing this, like, if you're always screaming, right, if you're always yelling, it becomes ineffective, mm-hmm. right? They just tune you out. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when they're going to run across the street and not listen to you, like, that's a life or death scenario. They get hit by a car, those kinds of things. And I'm like, and then, at that point, I'm going to evoke every single tool I have to make sure they don't get hit by a freaking car. Right. And I think any parent that's honest with themselves would do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So whether it's, hey, you need to really understand whether it's a spank or whatever. Um, like I am, yeah, I'm anyways. So just yeah. people need to chill out. Like, anyways. Like, what? So, yeah. so when did when did um when did you realize that you were honoring your parents versus just submitting? And how did you realize that? How did I realize when I was honoring my parents instead of submitting? Right. Uh, I mean, it's one thing to to submit because they're telling you to submit. And like, you know, you're just doing it reluctantly. Yeah. Uh, But when did you realize, okay, that's actually honoring my parents and and that's beneficial for me? Like, when did you realize that? I would feel like that? that happened when I started getting closer to God. Mm. That's when I felt like when I started developing my relationship with God and just really realizing in order for me to be blessed and to be, to be good. And like in the eyes of the Lord, like I have 
I have to submit to my parents. I have to honor them, you know, mm-hmm. not because they're telling me to, but because I know it's the right thing to do. It's what, um, yeah, uh, that's what, how it, like, like what, it's, So when you say be blessed and to be right, yeah. and like, why does, why does that matter? Like what to, to someone that doesn't know anything about religion at all, yeah. like, why does it matter, you know, to be blessed by God and to be, you know, Please in the side or you know. Yeah. Um that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> really I didn't think about about them. Um like what does that get you? Yeah. Yeah, for you particularly. I, yeah. Yeah. I felt again, I felt like growing up my my relationships and like the just like my religion. I was I'm gonna say religion, my religion. Sure. Um, it really messed with some ideas in my head. Mm. It really changed the way I saw things. So I thought growing up, hey, I need to submit because God tells me to. That's really where it was. Just because he told me to do it, I'm going to do it. And right now, I'm still doing that same way. Uh, that's, I still have kind of the same mindset, but it's it's changed. Honoring my parents is honoring God. That's how I see it. And blessed is because I feel like my relationship with my parents has actually gone a lot better now. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I and I've received blessings and I've honestly had a lot of healing myself. Cuz I've um again, my I didn't have any traumatic childhood incidents, accidents. My testimony isn't anything crazy, but I still feel like I had some things that I wasn't really able to uh to let go of, but after I started having that principle in my life, mm. I almost felt like they were slowly melting away. Like I was able to communicate more. I was able to talk to God a lot more about them. Like, God, why am I still angry? Why do I still have this resentment in my heart? Mm. And God's like, I felt like God was just telling me to just, just honor them. Honor them. It's honoring me. I'll deal with the rest. That's kind of what I got in that. Because I remember one day, um, uh, I was just angry, man. I just I felt like I had so much anger in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I so angry? Mm. Like, I feel like I have everything I want in life, you know? Like, uh, I didn't have I didn't have Giselle yet, but I just felt like I was just always so angry. I would lash out at everyone around me. And then that's when I started really trying to pray to God. That's just in frustration. Like, why, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. So it's really hard to explain. Right. It's... <laughs> Well, I, I think it's, that, it's such yeah, a conflicting. It's, it's it's so counterintuitive. Where yeah. like you would think, and it's so countercultural. Yeah, you would think that those protections or those boundaries or those rules that your parents put around you would restrict you. But but as you grow up and you realize, you know what's going on, and you learn more, you're like, yeah, you know, those things actually gave me more freedom. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's it's so weird. Rules. Like yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's what's interesting about culture now is uh, the whole boundary things, the whole submitting, right? Yeah. Because I didn't get that, so I was just rebellious, right? I still struggle with that now, and going into situations is like being able having the the lessons of learning to submit um, to authority, and again. All this is in context of healthy scenarios, right? right? Yeah. Disciplining your children in healthy ways, because obviously that can go very south, you know, into abuse, all kinds of things. Yeah. And then obviously learning to submit to healthy situations, but it sets you up in a way where you're way more successful in life. Yeah. Because there's been so many times I've struggled and I've lipped off, I've done these things and I have suffered 
because I can't learn to, when to shut my mouth because I'm yep. prideful because yep. I think I know better. And even like just, yeah, it's, it's in those scenarios to even like to now with my kids, I, because you said something really important. You learn to listen. You may not agreed. You may not whatever, right? But you learn to listen to understand someone else's point of view. And I'm even noticing that with my wife, with my kids, like trying to listen versus just project my will over that person. You know, that's, there's so many lessons to it um, that people like, it, they don't even understand. And what's interesting is Elijah Contreras, he had a lot of the same yeah. upbringing. Yep. And he talked about very similar things as you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the Hispanic culture or what, but um, very, very different. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. So yeah, that we've lost <laughs> so much of that in this country yeah. where people don't submit. The young people are... Rebelling. Everybody. Well, that, and it's like clearly they think they parents are enabling them to make life-altering decisions at five, six, seven, and like... And also people are just like wanting to be heard, I think, even more. Because I feel like I yeah. think it's one of those things where people look at being submitting and and honoring as like I'll shut my mouth and only speak when spoken to, and and maybe in some instances that's how it was portrayed, and that's probably like the more lean towards the unhealthy way of of that, where it's just like I'm only just gonna speak only when I'm spoken to. Mm. I'm not going to question anything. I'm not going to write anything. Instead of, there's a healthy way of doing a lot yes. of those things of like yes. not being like, okay, I'm just going to keep shut and just do everything. It's like, well, like, yes, there's reasoning. There's why. And you can seek those in a healthy way. Ask, yeah, healthy, like, not, like ask good questions, go about it the right way. But I think because people lean so far into that, and I think it caused a lot of damage for a lot of people. Totally. It now yeah. they're like, well, you know what? I need to be heard. My voice needs to be heard. Yeah, 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 they yeah. overcompensate, and so it swings so yeah. hard to where yeah. it's just so full on like rebellion. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, like, why do I have to listen to anything? They don't know anything. They're not they're not experiencing what I'm experiencing. They don't know what I'm going through, and all the other crap. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> that exact lessons all over the Bible, over and over and over yeah. again. So like taking. And I was actually stuff. afraid to rebel. Like mm. I feel. Yeah. Growing up, I was like, if I rebel, I'm going to hell. That's kind of the mindset that I wow. I feel like I had. Like, if I rebel That's... against my parents, they're going to kick me out. I'm going to hell. I'm going to lose my position in church, wow. um, which somewhat is true. If, if, I, if I was caught drinking or anything, like, I'll just be out, you know. Um so I, that's why I never personally rebelled. I had a lot of fear. So what was yeah. your yeah, what was your experience like growing up for you compared to your friends? Oh man. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I kind of hated the way yeah that I grew up around my friends. It's because again, going back to those just those rules, I remember um I was invited to be uh to be uh, at a quinceañera for my one of my friends. Um and after the whole like mini uh, entrance scene and everything, just a quick little twirl uh, and everything, they they were having a dance a dance party, you know, so nothing too crazy. They were all like fifteen year olds, so it wasn't too too risque. Too, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But my parents were invited, and I remember my dad. He's like, "Hey, let's go get you some gum, or I'll buy you something really quick a drink." I'm like, "Okay." And then on the way over there and back, he was just telling me, "Hey, I don't want you dancing. You're not allowed to dance." Why? He's like, you're just not allowed to. Dang. If people were to see you, they are going to talk and it's going to look bad. And like at the church and stuff. And like, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't please God, you know, that you're dancing and stuff. That's kind of what 
I got back then. And then I was just angry. I was like, why? So much religion. I was like, yeah. why? Where? I was like, where in the Bible does it say uh, I can't dance? Where in the Bible? And he's just like, oh, we just don't do that, you know? And then <laughs> I remember, uh, sorry, going back to the party. My parents were like, all right, we're going to go home. Do you want to stay? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay for a little bit. I won't dance. I just sat down <laughs> in the corner, you know? The second they left, I started dancing. I didn't think anything, <laughs> anything bad about it. But then someone Facebook lived it and my dad saw it. So he, t- <laughs> he had like a serious talk to me. He's like, you disobeyed me. I told you not to. Wow. Um, so I just had that. What's crazy is now like yeah. your parents would be one of the I first ones to do this for. That's, that's, what, I'm that's that. what I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's, it's a huge And it's only been three years. It's only been three years. That is and that's crazy. And like my mom loves dancing. Like my mom loves dancing. Like her, her, my grandpa, they would have a bunch of parties over well, in Mexico. It's such a big and thing in Hispanic yeah. culture. It is yeah. a huge yeah, thing. Yeah. I still don't know how to dance good to this day <laughs> because uh, because I was never taught. I think he's, a, he's a broken yeah, Hispanic. He doesn't know how to dance. Why we weren't allowed? Oh, we, she had the same culture. She had the same, yeah. we, we were wow. in the same church. Oh, we were okay. we were not allowed to. And then same thing goes with drinking. If I was to get caught drinking, I I remember this happened to one of our band members uh, in, at, the, at the old church. He was caught going into a bar. Someone said he they saw him going to the bar. They didn't see him drink. Sure. He was kicked off. My dad had to kick him off for the worship for like six, eight months. Wow. Because of that. So it was a lot of those rules. So compared to my friends, I was seen as a weird kid because at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to dance. They're like, why? I'm like, because my dad told me, why? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. The, that rebellious. Because yeah, yeah. the Bible told him to tell me. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I remember the one time I saw Footloose. And they were in the courtroom and then he was like, and David danced for the Lord. I'm like, dad, he says it's here. Why can't we, you know? And then my dad was like, oh, he was dancing for God. He wasn't dancing for anything else. I'm like, I wasn't dancing for anything. Everyone, you know, it was just that. that conversation about God right the club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a lot of that. And, Man, I feel like that it, it really did ruin a lot of uh, a lot of great moments. I w- uh, back then, that's what I would think of them like great childhood moments, like with friends, you know, some like your typical teenager um, like goals, the thing what, what people want to accomplish, all the parties, being able to go dancing, having a good time. I wasn't really able to have that just because of those things. And again, that, mm. that fear, one, the fear of the, of, of God, yeah, two, the, the fear the of my fear. dad, yeah, whoop, you yeah, know, yeah. like. Like getting hit and being told like you can't you can't play anymore because I love playing. So I was like, I don't want to I don't want to lose that. So it was really really different to to the other people and all my other friends. And even in high school, because of that, I actually did lose a lot of friends. I remember uh, I was just walking around like alone most of the time during the halls. So like it it changed a lot about that. Again, I, and then I was going back to I felt like my junior high age. I was just cast out or uh, I was just um, you know just shun sh- exactly shun shun the non-believer <laughs> <laughs> but I did have my friends from church which was cool and that's how I grew up and that's how I was able to develop those um, like the those relationships uh, that are still here to this day compared to my other relationships that I had in high school that aren't like I don't even talk to them anymore how, how do you choose your relationships what do you look for and friendships and, and- people that you want to submit to or 
people that are above you. Honestly, like, I wanna. I when I see uh, someone uh, or how how I choose my relationships, I mainly want to learn something from them. Mm-hmm. You know, like two people come in my head: uh, Tyson and Cody. Man, like I love those guys. Those guys are so awesome, and they're older than me. So I'm like, man, I want to learn more about you. Like, yeah, yeah. I like I want to be like you. You know, like how you are right now compared to how you guys were before. I like, we don't want to be like Cody a little bit. Dude, I want to look like Cody. Jeez. Freaking Brindley. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Cody looks like a Ken doll for everybody who's curious. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to learn more about them. That, sure. And that's really what, where my, uh, where, where I really start looking into relationships. Two is like, if they're a, if they're a good person, really. If all they're saying is uh, speaking negatively about life, about their all their situations and stuff, most of the time I'm like, I don't really want to be too much around right. you. You know, like I wanna I wanna speak life. I wanna be, you know be able to to have good conversations that I might be able to learn something. We might be able to grow and just have fun. You know, like good fun. I don't want to do anything stupid. Something that is going to make me regret what I did. You know, that's yeah. how I really choose my relationships. And that's why a lot of my relationships right now with friends, they kind of, some, most of them got kind of pushed off to the side because I'm like, hey, we're, I'm not able to be around you if, you're not moving in the same direction. If we're not moving in the same sure. direction. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't need any more resistance than what the devil's already throwing at me uh, in the path that I'm trying to go towards. Okay, so it's interesting. I didn't realize there was a start, such a stark contrast in like your relationship with your family even just a few years ago. Do you think your parents are still initially the same people as they were a few years ago? Or what do you think is trying... Basically, what I'm trying to get at is you're 22. What has changed since then to now? Because I obviously, we know your parents in the context mm, now, yeah. right? And... We're like, oh my gosh, they're amazing, all these things, right? But obviously, you know, they're humans. They were going through their own journey yeah. um, during those times. And what's crazy is it seems like they were able to, maybe this was their goal, protect you from a lot of things. Obviously, it had its side effects, right? Obviously. But yeah, what what do you think has been the big transition from then to now to where you were able to start developing a, relation, a better relationship with them? And then you're starting to understand oh, this was a good thing. Maybe, okay, maybe I'd change it a little bit here, but like there was such, there was a good outcome from it. I don't know if I made sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with myself or with my parents? Like, or uh, everything. Everything? Yeah, every, because there's like, there's my, you, there's your relationship yeah. with them, there's them individually. Oh, I'll kind of go with them first. My parents, they really, uh, yes, they have changed a lot, but I felt like, I feel like they're, uh, a lot of their mentality has changed. A lot of their, what drives them has changed. Them as a person, as people, no. Even back then, everyone loves loved my dad and my mom. Uh, they've always been in some sort of leadership position. A lot of people look up, looked up to them. They were seen kind of, they, they don't want to admit it, but they were kind of seen as a, uh, as a pastors. marriage pastors. Mm, okay. All, all the couples would always go, even I can even from years ago when we, when we were in just in a small apartment after coming here uh, to the U.S. They, a lot of couples would always go to them for advice. Your dad's freaking like, Casanova, man. Yeah, yeah. And my parents aren't perfect, man. Like <laughs> right. I won't go too deep into it, but 
I mean, they've had arguments. They've had, you know, they've had those like they're, they're screaming at each other, you know. Totally. They're not perfect, but. Wait, your dad screams? My, <laughs> oh my gosh. My mom is, again, e- uh, not easy. Oh, yeah, kind of easy to, to anger. She like shouts like when she gets really mad. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, he usually stays kind of calm. Mm. When my dad explodes, he explodes and he is scary. Wow. A lot of people have not seen it. Even at Emerge, that's nothing. Like, and I feel like that's one thing that he had to, he struggled with because after the first emerge, he was fired up. Like, you know, he was all pumped up. He couldn't control it though. And even in the first emerge, he had a a thing where, uh, it was one of, I don't know if you guys were there. Yeah. 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 Um, the tire flip. And then also the, the one where they had the super wrestling. Yeah. 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 Was, he did not stop. He oh couldn't man. stop. Because he, he told me in. he was like, Antonio, my, I I saw red. Yeah, like I, I saw red. And, like, and he was like, he was like yeah. I did not even hear anything. All I wanted to do was was win. That's all I, I wanted. Yeah. So and my and I feel like my dad wasn't really able to control that because he hasn't really experienced that. Yeah, he much. never let himself. Mm. He never let himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. Again, going back, he never learned how to fight, but always run, had always, you know, listen mm-hmm. and try to calm things down. He never really learned how to, yeah, like fight for things. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that's one of the things that did change about him, the drive. And my mom, oh my gosh, I feel like she has had the most amazing, amazing change. Even when she's, uh, I mean, my mom always wanted to worship lead and stuff. My dad was the uh, the worship leader, like I said. He would make my mom worship lead some Sundays. And mm. I felt like my mom would always be timid. She would always be shy. She wouldn't be really able to say too many words, you know. And I felt like I always had to like kind of help her. Like, hey, say this. Even when we first, when she started worship leading in, at Awaken, I felt like, and she's like, Antonio, what do I say? I don't know how to like, how to say hi to the people. I, I want to say a verse. Like, what can you do here? I'm like, oh, maybe try this, this verse, blah, blah, blah. But. And then she was so uh, natural. It, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember, I don't even know what happened, but it was this last time when they went to Mexico. She mm. called me and she was like, Hey, I'm going to quit the worship team. I can't do it. It's too much pressure. I wow. can't. I'm not as good as John. I'm not as good as Kelsey. Like, I, I can't do it. Like, and, and I don't know how to speak. And then and so I was like, Mom, just keep trying. Oh, you can't compare like, yourself come on. to John and Kelsey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like another yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and so that's how, that's how she was. And All I'm right. like, Mom, you have something different. Don't compare yourself to yeah. them. Like, you have something unique and special. She's like, no, I'm quitting. And I'm like, okay. Like, I was like, I'm not going to fight you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, whatever you want. And then when she came back, she's like, I'm staying. And then the first worship uh night that she that she led the first night after returning oh my gosh it was like a night and day difference she was just she had like a fire and she still does and even now she's taking on so much more responsibility than she was before Mm. and right now she's like like bring it on you know like she has that attitude and yeah like you said it comes so natural to her so i feel like she's actually had the most development I feel like you can see like, it. I think oh, you, you, can, you can definitely can. Even the yeah. confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, quick example. I remember I messed up. I accidentally pressed the wrong button on the iPad. <laughs> and we were in a different key. She started singing, and it was a different key. And I had to stop it. I had to restart it. And after, I was like, Mom, I am so sorry. This is so embarrassing. I, I remember was, this. I, I was like, she's going she's gonna, to uh, be so upset. She's going to be mm. like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. I'm going to quit again. She was like, it's fine. We did it. Let's go for the next service. I'm like, Okay, won't happen again. I'm sorry. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, 
like even seeing Melissa and Dora and the oh, confidence even, that like I've texted both of them. I was like, dude, the confidence. I love yes. it. It's so cool. It's very yeah. noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, and Dora, oh man. Everyone. I love my little sisters. If I get emotional, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dora, I feel like has gone through a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, just seeing her uh, singing and stuff like worshiping. Uh, like that's why I'm so grateful for this church, man. And like, just what we believe in, what we what we preach about, and what we uh, what we strive for, I see it in my family. So I'm so grateful. Um, mm. And uh, it's like with Dora, man. Oh my gosh! Every time I see her singing, two years ago, I wouldn't even have thought that. You know, like yeah. I just she would always she's, oh, yeah. oh, she was always so isolated. Wasn't really able. Like I knew she could sing, but she never wanted to be on the team or mm. anything. And then just it's almost almost like I blinked and just boom. She's up there and she's talking to me more. She's she has a smile now. And she's like again, she's going through she was she was going through a lot, like a lot of depression, anxiety, all these things. And just seeing it be broken off is something that I like. Yeah. Man. Oh it's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And Lily too, like she's mm-hmm. like she's been um she's learning drums. You know, we're going to get the whole, uh, the whole family. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, waiting for it. Jackson uh, 5. This whole moment yeah, where I'm like, dude. I look up, I'm like, Jackson I see six, I guess. literally ever, yeah, the whole family up here. And I'm like, we, we're just missing one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, and again, like, man, yeah, it's just so powerful to be able to see that, that those changes in my family, even myself. Your dad um, plays the drum too, right? My, yeah, so me and my dad. I play um, three instruments? Yeah, so me, me and my keys. dad are actually, <laughs> we, we, we learn by ear. I never had a guitar teacher, neither, I think he had wow. the piano teacher, but. And that's something, because he's really amazing. Yeah, that's my, my, my dad, he's, yeah, he can play, uh, same as me, he can play piano, bass, guitar, wow. um, drums, like we can do that. Actually and yeah, play. and like, mm. if I pick up an instrument, for example, like in, if, in five minutes, I can pretty much, I know it most of the way. Yeah, you know that. Um, yeah. So that's how that's how we are with that. My dad, it, he he told me ever since when, the second I was born, he told me he prayed for me and he he offered me to God. He said, mm-hmm. God, my family and this child is gonna serve you. And he he told me he did that to every single one of us. Serving is, mm-hmm. is something that has been is in my family. Since my dad was a teenager, like young, I, th- I think, I don't even know, like 14 or 15, he's been playing piano with my mom sitting right next to him, leading. And I was, when the sec- when I was born, uh, newborn, I would always be up on stage when there were rehearsals with the music. And God, I, I would just listen to those, to the songs. And uh, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, my dad was playing piano, just worshiping by himself. He was playing these old songs. And I come upstairs, I'm like, hey, I know that song. And he's like, how do you know this song? This is an old song. I never play this song. He's like, I remember you playing it when I was a baby. Wow. Like just crawling. I just remember that tune. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I remember it. He's like, oh my gosh, that was like years ago. And like you were, you were barely crawling and stuff. I'm like, I remember just, I just remember it. Like, so it's, so serving and is something that's huge in our family. That doesn't even have to be music, you know, like. Well, the other big thing I noticed with you and your family is. And I don't, I, 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 maybe it's not, hasn't always been yeah. this way, but you guys have always seemed close, mm. like spent a lot of time together, yeah. Yeah. you know, obviously your dad is working and all that kind of stuff, but like when he's not working, he's always told us stories like where he's always tried to hang out with you, all oh, these yeah. different things. And yeah. That piece alone seems to like, obviously there's other, these different things going on behind the scenes, but there's always this unifying thread of 
spending time together yep. as a family and then carrying it's, you, you know, obviously now. Yeah. I'm, my dad, he would always make that effort, you know. Again, we didn't grow up with a crazy amount of money. We were we were good. I mean, with four kids, expensive going anywhere sure. to eat, you know. Yeah. But uh, one of the good memories I have, uh, too, actually, my, my dad all the time, he would try to take us somewhere to play whether it be McDonald's, like in the play in the playroom and stuff, we would get food, we'd eat. I mean, like, man, this is awesome, you know. He'd always make that effort, and this is after his his crazy uh, overtime shift that he would work. He would still make that time for that for us, even when money was really hard. Uh, I remember I went to my first Real Salt Lake soccer game. I won a ticket at my church because I answered some questions, and my dad's like, "Oh, let's go." He bought his ticket. We went. I didn't learn about this later I, until later. Um, my dad didn't even have $5 on him that day, like in his account, I think. He didn't have mm. anything. And we were watching the game, and then uh, I was like, Dad, like, I'm hungry. Like, I haven't eaten. And he's like, okay. And he went, and then all we was able to get, we were able to get with that full $5 was the hot dog. And uh, I went to sat down, uh, sit down, and then <laughs> I was dumb. I... Put my my hot dog on the seat down, and I turn around and sit down, yep. and it Boom. like just it f- flung it. I was like, "Dang it!" For me, I was like something like it was something like minimum like oh dang my hot dog, not gonna be able to eat. My dad, oh my gosh! Now that I realize it after he told me, it, it broke my heart because he told me he's like he wasn't able to buy me a hot dog, like he wasn't able to buy me food, you yeah. know. Even despite that. For me, that was such a great memory. He probably doesn't even know how how amazing of a memory that was my first game. So, yeah, my dad always tried to spend time with him. My mom did too. My mom, I was uh, captain of my soccer team, uh, 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 kind of going into high school. Uh, sorry, uh, junior high. Um, my Not mom that word, playing soccer, apparently. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my mom never missed a game. Mm. My mom was always there. Mm. Ever since... I was little. I was. They would always put me into uh, sports and stuff. My mom would never miss a game, and whenever my dad could, despite his crazy, crazy work schedule, they were. Someone was always there for me, mm. and I and I felt that like it it impacts you as a kid, you know. Like for you guys, uh, I mean, I don't have kids yet, but I know I'm gonna show up as often as I can for every single event as much as I can because I know how much yeah. that impacted me in my life. Because for me, it was everything. Like seeing my mom like over there cheering me on every time I scored a goal. Um, even just in practice, she was there. So I feel like that's why we're really close. Yes, we had, we've had our moments sometimes where we can't even stand the sight of each other. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I feel like we've all been Love there. It. But <laughs> I felt like that's what's held our family so close. We don't have too much of us, too many of us, of our family here in Utah. So that's why I think we're so close. Just they've made that effort to show us they love us, to show us they care for us, to give us what we want, despite not them sometimes not even having what we want or the money to be able to get us what we want. Um, And as we grow up, I feel like we're able to see that. And because of that, I'm like, wow, thank you, mom, dad. I want to bless you now. Let me take you out to eat, you know, let's go do something together. Uh, with the family, like today we're gonna go see the Mario movie, you know, and oh, like we were lucky. gonna we were gonna go. It was, <laughs> it's a good one. It was just gonna be me yeah. and my wife, and then I'm like, 
let me invite my parents. Let me invite uh, Melissa. Let me invite Noah and all them. Yeah, yeah. Um, call my, my dad. He's like, hey, I can't. Like, again, money's a little tight right now. Um, I, uh, he's like, I'd rather go on Tuesdays. It's cheaper. And I was like, let me pay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let me pay. Let's just let's hang out. Like, I don't want to worry about money. Totally. Like, which is why I think I'm also, I, I also struggle with the idea of money, too, a lot. Yeah. Tithing used to be easy for me, you know? Mm. I get a hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's here different you when you got responsibilities. Like, here you go, God, you know? But then when it's like, Giselle, if we like, we need to make tithe. If we make tithe, we're only going to have $20 in our bank account. Mm. We still have a week and a half until paycheck. And we're like, let's do it. And like, that's harder, you know? Mm. But at the same time, I'm able to see how much, my parents were able to do for all of us right. without having to spend all this money, you know, oh. all these great memories, all of these experiences. Uh, so I feel like that was something huge yeah. in, in my life. Well, you can clearly tell like they poured into you, right? Yeah. We can kind of end on this thought cause we're already, already at the end, but oh, shoot. It's uh, <laughs> it was by fast. Sorry, man. Man. Yeah. No, 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 it's it's that's exactly <laughs> it. Is. That's like, the thing is like good. these, these episodes are so cool because you get to pull out and we get to observe yeah. these stories where, you know, like you said, you had different things. But what I what I keep hearing is, like, they cared. They cared yeah. enough to try and teach you the lessons they were trying to teach you. Yeah. Right, right. Even maybe, though at, uh, at those yeah, times maybe you they weren't have, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, maybe they weren't perfect, but they at least, they attempted to pour into you. They were there for everything. Right. It didn't ever seem like they were never there for you. Yeah. Right. Regardless of whether you didn't agree with the lessons or maybe it yeah. was a little weird or whatever. <laughs> but what's crazy now is because they put in all those deposits and they put in all that work mm-hmm. now in the last few years, now you're having all this healing. So it's like so much of the foundation was already there. Yeah. You didn't have to work through and rebuild and all these things. It was already there. So now when you're coming the other end of transformation and healing and freedom, it's just like you can achieve a totally different level with your yeah. family. You can tell that just by your emotion, like with your sisters yeah. and, and thinking back to all these different moments. Like I loved that one when you're talking about like when your dad was disciplining you and he was obviously upset and it's just like, and now looking back that through the filter of all the things that have happened, all the healing that's happened, you're like, oh my gosh, he cared so much mm. about, you know, trying to shape you and transform yeah. you and all those kinds of things. So it's just powerful. Like, and obviously we, we love Abe and Shara and your family and it's crazy. It's so cool to like hear some of those pieces and, and everything. So do you guys want to end with a question or a thought? We're kind of nearing I mean, the end here. What would you tell other young men there about yeah, navigating family dynamics, their faith, yeah, and friendships? On that, like, and on that, like the best so, yeah. piece of advice. Yeah. So, I mean, so two parts, right? What would yeah. you tell young men navigating, uh, family dynamics, faith, and friendships? And also, what would you tell, what are some like start, stop, continue types of things that you would yeah. give, tell parents? Like, you know, what as parents, what should they start doing? What should they stop doing? What should they continue doing? Yeah. For young people, young men, I would say kind of going back to just listen, really open your, uh, open your ears, open your heart, really try to understand what the other person is trying to teach you. I know for me, I felt like everyone was just trying to be hostile towards me, you know, like, oh, I don't want to learn because they're going to tell me something that I don't believe in or something's wrong, but really try to, um, 
really try to listen and kind of going back, just learning how to submit, not just to your parents, but learn how to submit to God. I feel like everything else will just fall into place after that. And with the start, stopping and, you know, continuing with, uh, for parents, I felt like kind of like what you said, like growing up, I felt like I wanted to be listened to. So Mm -hmm. learn to listen. And also I want my, I wanted my parents to also listen to me. Mm. So I feel like if a parent is always, is going through a situation with someone, maybe it'll be best just sit down, talk to them, see how they feel. Because I feel like it goes both ways for the parents. Because like you said, you don't want to always just, um, just pour your will down onto your, your child. You want to be able to, to listen and see how they feel. And then from there, be able to really communicate with them on the best way to can, to move forward with their situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think another thing that will be really important is teach your children how to tithe. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was taught how to tithe at a young age, even with like $10, I was taught how to tithe. But it is set almost a foundation because now I'm not tithing out of uh, obligation. obligation. Out of, out of obligation, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm doing because I'm like, I'm like God. This is yours. I'm doing right. it willingly, and I'm gonna try to do as and I'm trying to give more if I can. So that's what I would say to the, uh, to those people. Every person is different. Every person is gonna um, is gonna learn in a different way. Everyone has their own different manners of teaching their children how they mm-hmm. want their children to grow up. But I feel like those two are super simple things that you can do. Just listen. Listen to also what God wants you to do, what God wants you to do with your for your family. Um, so I think I'll probably end it there. Those are the All two right. things that come into yeah, my Yeah, and head. for those that don't go to church and, and don't really do the tithing thing, you can still give to organizations that you believe in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, give to charity. Yep. Really. Yeah. It, it does something for you. Really, giving something regardless. Yeah. Yep. Whether it's a church. Yeah. So whether it's a church or not, or whatever, you're giving something. Take ten percent and give it to a charity. Yep. Like it, it does. It opens you up for some. Like it does something to you. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. All right. That's it. So we got episode (laughs) eighty with our boy Antonio. Oh, there's more. There's there's always more. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. Um, Maybe we'll do a bonus question. You're going to have to subscribe to YouTube to find out. (laughs) We out!